It's 4 o'clock and time for the Calvary Live Show, taking your calls and questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And welcome to Calvary Live. I am Pastor Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado, and I'm privileged to be hosting today's program and so blessed that you are tuned into Calvary Live And I am ready to take your questions and your prayer requests. As you just heard the number, 303-690-3000. And love to talk to you about the Word of God, uh, point you to the Scriptures, encourage you in any way that I can in the Lord with your walk with Jesus. Also to be able to pray with you, because I'm sure that some of you have prayer requests uh, that are listening today. So I do want to welcome you to Calvary Live I want to welcome the Grace FM listeners all along the front range here in Colorado up into Wyoming. Hey, we saw our first snow yesterday, didn't we, along the front range? And it's hard to believe that it is here. Uh, We are in a a wonderful time of the year, Uh, usually fall here, but we can get snow at any time, and we did get that, and uh, hopefully we'll get our Indian summer, right? So uh, pray that you're doing well today. Uh, What a beautiful day it was. The sun's back out. The leaves are turning, uh, the mountains are snow-capped, and uh, it's just a blessing to be able to live here uh, in Colorado. So give me a call, whether you are in, uh, you know, waiting for your kids or taking them to soccer practice, football practice, uh, you're listening in at work or at home getting a snack for the kids, maybe taking a walk in the park, give me a call. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Love to talk with you. Uh, This is an opportunity for you to grab one of those open lines and to be able to ask a question about the Bible or about Christian living, or uh, maybe you heard a teaching uh, at church or in a Bible study or perhaps uh, along the line somewhere and you wanted some clarity. Uh, I'll do my best to just point you to God's Word. And maybe you got a prayer request. I'd love to be able to pray with you. Also want to welcome all the Hope FM Uh, listeners on the East Coast in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Maryland. Uh, You can call at this time as well at 303-690-3000 and be on the show. Even though you're a week delay, uh, you're going to reach somebody uh, that will connect you to to me and be able to talk with you what's on your heart. And then the advantage is then you get to listen to it next week, uh, the conversation that we have. There's also a text line that uh, you can uh, text a question or a prayer request. And let me give you that number. That number is 720-336-0897. Again, to be able to text a question or a prayer request, 720-336-0897. And as time permits in the show, we'll go to the text line and read some of those. And, uh, and those are always a good uh, way for us to be able to, um, you know, answer the questions that you have. So uh, one thing that I would suggest to you is uh, put that in your favorites, your contacts, both uh, the number 303-690-3000, and then you can just pull it up in the text line at 720-336-0897. Let's go to Bill in Thornton. Hello, Pastor. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, I had a prayer request. Uh, my wife's going to do an MRI in about a uh, couple hours for her lower back. Uh, they they spotted a couple spots on her lower back uh, spine, 
don't know what it is exactly, but uh, and the, there's a couple of no, small nodules on her lower right, left uh, lower lung, and because she was a she's a cancer uh, a survivor from a couple years ago, breast cancer. They're just kind of concerned and they want to take uh, some deeper looks. So yeah, I want to pray for a good report for that. You bet, absolutely, Bill. And Father, we do pray for Bill's Lord. wife as. Lord, we just lift her up to you as she's going to have an MRI um, on her lower back and um, her spine and then uh, also uh, the area of the lungs. And, Lord, I just pray, first of all, for your healing touch upon her. We know that we can cast our cares upon you, that we can ask for healing, uh, that you're the great physician. And, Lord, I just pray that um, the request is given right now. Um, that um, she would be healed of anything that is there. You have shown your grace and mercy as she has survived cancer. And Lord, I just pray to give Bill and his wife just the comfort that they need, knowing that you hold every breath that we take in your hands. And Lord, that we can trust you with our lives and what you're doing. And Lord, uh, I just pray that you bless them in every way. Uh, Lord, just uh, be with them. Uh, may they perceive your presence and your peace that passes understanding. And, Lord, we just commit all this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, Bill, Amen. we'll continue to be praying, okay? Thank you, Pastor. I really, really appreciate that. You bet. Um, you bet. Thank you. Thank you. God bless thank you. you. God bless your okay, ministry. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. Lots of prayer requests and, you know, people with physical afflictions and maybe— Maybe you need uh, prayer. Maybe you have somebody that uh, you want to lift up in prayer uh, today for whatever reason. And that's what this show is about. This show is about um, being able to minister to you, not only answering questions, but uh, to be able to uh, minister to you in that ministry of interceding and prayer. And and uh, it's, it's important to the Lord and important to the body of Christ that we make that available. So, Bill, we will be praying uh, for you and your wife. Let's go to Tiffany and Greeley. Tiffany? Yes. Tiffany, you're on Calvary Live. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Good. Um, I am in a place where I don't know, I don't know how to proceed. Um, I have a friend who is very much not at peace with me. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, I know the intent of my heart for her. I know and I feel like I have a clear conscience that I have had compassion on her and tried to be her friend, but she doesn't have peace with me. Mm-hmm. And um, through the last weekend, um, she has um, called out to me that I am evil and that she's the truth, that I am of evil. Um, she's um, very, very evilly speaking of me. And so there's no peace in her heart. And I brought this to the Lord, and right. I, asked, I asked the Lord, is there any validity in Tiffany, you just kind of cut out. And um, okay. so, and, and I got most of it, what you were saying and stuff, with this yeah. conflict with this individual and um, one of the things that um, Jesus would say is that that if you have uh, 
you feel like you've offended a brother, um, that what you're to do is go to them and uh, that you are to, uh, as you do that, um, you know, try to reconcile and mm-hmm. then you can come back, you know, as he says, and leave your gift on the altar. And I think that that's one of the things that um, that is the heart of the Lord, is there to be that restoration, that there be that yeah. uh, forgiveness that is there. You know, one of the things that Paul said in the book of Romans, that live peaceably with all men, but right. then he said, if possible. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that Paul put that because sometimes if you have somebody who really is hostile towards you, you've gone mm-hmm. and tried to talk to them, you, you've gone to them and uh, you know tried to reconcile, you've gone the extra mile with them, all those things that we read in the scriptures and yet they're not willing to receive, then you got to just commit it to the Lord. And okay. um, you don't want to get caught up in all the, you know, whatever, the, the right. talk and and negative um, statements and all of that, uh, but continue to love. And this is where it gets hard, Tiffany, is to continue to love. And I think that's what Jesus said um, to us when he said to love your enemies. Um, mm-hmm. When he says that when you get uh, struck on the uh, cheek, you know, turn the other one. Um, yeah. And that's talking about when you're insulted, when somebody comes against you, and those are very difficult things, but you also want to always have the heart of, Lord, if not now, that there is some sort of restoration in the future, and mm-hmm. um, just continue to pray for that. And it's a hard, difficult thing to be a part of and uh, when that happens to you, but that's what we can pray for. So does that help? Um, yeah, actually, it confirmed all of the verses that the Lord brought to me. Um, because yeah. I did, I brought it to him, Lord, is there any validity in this? I did ask her for her forgiveness if I've offended her, but I right. felt like my conscience was clear that the accusations were not, um, I mean, I know that she feels offended, yeah, you've done your but I know part. that wasn't the intent of my heart, but those mm-hmm. were the scripture verses that the Lord brought to my heart. And, um, right. right. And, you know, and it is, it is hard to do that. See, and and the Lord's going to bless you for that, Tiffany. What tends to happen is, especially um, in the um, world that we live in, is when somebody comes against us, we want to gather a posse, don't we? And mm-hmm. we want people to be on our side, and we want to put it on social media or you know all that other stuff. And I think that uh, your heart here uh, of you know, Lord, I've gone to her. I've tried to reconcile then she has a responsibility in that as well. And um, if she's not going to desire that or, um, you know, whatever the case may be, um, then there's there's little that you can do except to continue to try to reach out in grace and love and mm-hmm. uh, pray for restoration at that time. But it, it's a hard time when that happens. So, so can I pray for you, Tiffany? Yeah, please do. Yeah. And Father, I do pray for Tiffany. It's hard when somebody that we know... Um, had relationship with when it begins to be severed or um, strained because of whatever the situation is, and Tiffany has gone and um, tried to reconcile um, in this case, and um, it has not been received. So I pray that you be with Tiffany, just help her heart um, to be right uh, with you and uh, towards her friend. You know who it is. I pray that you administer to her 
friend's heart. Yes, um, that she would do what's right. And Lord, yes, that Lord. you would um, just minister to her in a way that she would desire for there to be a listening and um, there'd be understanding and clarity and that there'd be mm-hmm. restoration as well. And so, Lord, I just pray for this situation because it's hard um, when that takes place. And I thank you for Tiffany's heart and her desire to do what is right uh, in your eyes. So just bless her, give her a peace that passes understanding, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. You know, Amen. Tiffany, one of the th- one of the things because you know I was thinking when I was praying for you. There's probably those who are listening right now on the show and they're going through similar things because we all go through stuff like that in life. And you brought out something that I think is very important for all of us, even myself, to remember that when we find ourselves in that situation, it's important that we don't let others determine how we react, but we need to let the Lord determine how we react. And that's what you're doing by going Mm -hmm. to this individual and desiring to, you know, um, there to be restoration and understanding and clarity. So keep doing that as this process Mm -hmm. plays out. And I know that the Lord's going to bless you for that and grow you uh, during this time. All right. And it is hard to 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 be accused um, yeah. of being evil or being wicked. And I wanted to fall into this self pity, but um, I thought, no. If I'm going to be mature about this, I'm going to go to the Lord and I'm going to say, Lord, is this valid? Do I have right. do I have offensive in me, an offensive way? And um, that was that's not always been easy for me. Yeah, and Tiffany, Maturity. bless you for that. Yeah, it is. And bless you for that, because um, I was talking about this with somebody just the other day, that I always want to be, when somebody you know, is offended by me or upset at me, I want to have a heart check. I want to make sure, Lord, is there something that's there that, um, you know, that I need to learn from, that I need to apologize for, um, that what you're trying to teach me and stuff. So the Lord's going to continue to strengthen you and bless you. And he's going to honor that as you have a right heart in that. And it's still not easy because, you know, I've been accused of things in my ministry, um, you know, all the years of of people um, that they think they know my heart or, um, you know, just upset at me or whatever the case may be. And uh, it is a difficult thing to go through, but, you know, um, the Lord will take care of you and just make sure as you continue the road that you're on of, I'm going to take the high ground and I'm going to do what you've called me to do, Lord. And I know that you'll take care of it. And um, so, um, you know, just bless you for that. And we'll just continue to pray that things will be resolved. Thank you. All right. Bless you. you. Bless you, Tiffany. Thanks for calling in. All right. How this works is when somebody hangs up, there is an open line. So give me a call at 303-690-3000. I am Jeff Figgs, hosting Calvary Live today, and uh, here to take your questions and prayer requests. And we're going to continue with phone calls. Let's go to KC in Baltimore. KC? Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you, KC? Well, thank you. Good. Um, what can I, we do for I you? Had, I wanted to pray and really thank God for um, showing me how powerful He is in a personal note and really deepening my 
my love and um, uh, feeling of all. Um, I've been sick my entire life, misdiagnosed, um, and in a split second, um, when I was in my darkest, he sent somebody who was able to diagnose and even do the surgery. In a split second, everything has changed, and I'm five weeks out of surgery now and still recovering, but I just want to thank God that he showed me that he, he can do it in a split second, and I just have to wait on his timing, and it's always right. And that's something I was taught but never experienced, and I'm just very grateful for it. Oh, how wonderful, Casey. You know, Casey, I think just you calling in that testimony— I, I just, when I was hearing you, I, I really believe that uh, the Lord was just telling me that that is also a word for somebody that's listening today of encouragement, that somebody who's going through a difficult time and just waiting on the Lord, that the Lord is faithful. And and Casey, one of the things that I was, I was actually looking at this um, just a few days ago, that when Jesus was in the, the Garden of Gethsemane and he was pressed, you know, and in agony and what was to come upon him. It, it says that um, that in Luke's gospel uh, that an angel appeared to him in heaven strengthening him. And all of us in our lives, to one degree or another, are going to find ourselves in our Gethsemane where we are pressed beyond measure. Mm-hmm. Um, that we are pressed because of the difficulties. And the Lord is so faithful, isn't he? Yes. To even as Jesus, you know, received that angel, we have the Lord Himself to bring us comfort. Even as Second Corinthians chapter one tells us, Paul says that at a time, he says, at a time that we were pressed beyond measure, despaired even of life when we left Asia that he talks about how the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our tribulations, that we receive the comfort from him to be able to comfort others with that same comfort. And as you've been comforted, because the Lord is so faithful, not only himself, who is the God of all comfort, but he is faithful to bring that word to us when we need it, to bring that person into our lives, you know, uh, to, to minister to us. Um, to you know, bring that that hope that we're looking for, and and that's what it reminded me of when you were talking. You know that Jesus received that angel to strengthen him at that time. We have the Lord to do that, but He also uses people as well. And I'm so blessed to hear that. Um, and that's why the body of Christ is so important. I just want to remind everybody out there um, how important it is the body of Christ, for us to minister to one another and comfort one another, and especially when people find themselves in their Gethsemane. So, Casey, thank you for calling. And uh, can we pray for you? Yes, thank you. Yeah, I'd love to do that. And, Father, I just pray, um, as Casey gives her testimony of, of your goodness and strengthening her in her soul and in her spirit, Lord, that you're so good. And oftentimes trials come into our lives, we know, not to do us in, but to build us up. And Lord, I pray that you encourage my sister here. And Lord, that she's gone uh, through difficulties. You know exactly what she's gone through. I thank you for ministering to her, sending those to minister to her. 
And Lord, continue to strengthen her faith and Lord, um, strengthen her heart and Lord, show yourself strong on her behalf. I pray that you would bless her and I thank you for the work that you do in us that when we go through the trials, uh, Lord, that you bring endurance and you grow our faith and and Lord, that we can see you more clearly in, in the fellowship of your sufferings. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray for my sister. Um, amen. Thanks, Casey. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. <laughs> you bet. God bless you. Thank you. Too. Right. <laughs> Bye. You, bet. You, have, you have a good evening. Good to always hear from you guys on the East Coast. Matter of fact, on the East Coast, we got another call from Jessica in New Jersey. So let's go to Jessica. Jessica? Hello. How are you, Jessica? I'm okay. How are you? I am good. What can we do for you? And thanks for calling Calvary Live. No problem. Um, I wanted to know how often should Christians fast? I know that the scripture, Jesus says, when you fast, I know we're supposed to, but like Jesus, right. you know, he tells us to pray, but then he tells us to pray without ceasing. So right. how how regularly should a Christian fast? Yeah, there's, there's no definite, um, you know, how many times. Matter of fact, when you go to the Old Testament, Jessica, there was only one time that they were called to fast, and that was on the Day of Atonement. That was the day of fasting. Um, it didn't mean that they didn't fast at different times. You see the example that they fasted uh, at times like Hezekiah and the people fasted when the Assyrian soldiers um, surrounded the city and they fasted and prayed in those times. I think it's just, Jessica, as the Lord leads you to fast. And there are times in our lives that perhaps um, that we're struggling with something, uh, that uh, maybe something of the flesh. Isaiah comes along and talks about the fast that will help you in that. Um, maybe it's just a time that you really want to seek the Lord uh, and and just deny the physical to focus on the spiritual. Um, you're absolutely right that Jesus said, when you fast. So we know that as Christians that we're supposed to fast. I think it's, um, you know, fasting is something that we can do uh, either skipping, you know, uh, a day of food or maybe a meal to, at lunchtime to just focus on the Lord instead of, you know, going out to lunch or eating lunch. Maybe it's just fasting from your favorite, you know, meat, snicker bars and DQ, you know, um, just just mm-hmm. to be able to focus on the spiritual. And I think it is important for Christians to do that. But you know, here's something, Jessica, I'm going to throw out there, because uh, we at Calvary Chapel here, we usually at least once a year, we have a week of prayer and fasting for our church. And I think it's important that churches take times and, and uh, ministries to really fast and seek the Lord. And we do that here. And it's such a wonderful time to be able to do that. But in the day and age in which we live in, fasting may not just be fasting from food, but I encourage people, maybe you're going to fast from social media um, yeah. to, to get away from it, to get away from all the noise. Um, maybe fast from TV or, or fast from, you know, our normal routine. So fasting is just getting away from those things, bombard our minds, you know, that uh, the physical things of eating and stuff like that to, to be able to focus on him. So 
Um, I think just as the Lord leads, maybe you need guidance, maybe you need to hear from the Lord, maybe you're sick, maybe you're struggling. Those are all times that we should say, Lord, I'm going to take time and just fast. Fast for today, fast for a meal. Um, I'm going to put away the computer and the social media and just focus on you. That's all a form of fasting, and we should make that a a part of our our lives as Christians. Does that help? Yeah. And you said that, like, if God leads you to one, so how do you know what kind to do? Like, I I don't know if I'm too hard on myself or what. Like, I'll get super anxious if I'm starting a fast and then, like, I don't know, like, I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to do a, all, whatever, I don't yeah. know, all food or yeah, yeah. And you bring and out... I'm in the middle of it and I'm, like, anxious. Yeah, and um, don't do a fast to where you, you put so much on you, pressure and stuff. Um, you know, um, it, it's kind of like um, some people do put a lot of pressure on themselves, even when they want to have quiet times. Uh, I'm going to pray for an hour every day, and then when it doesn't happen, they feel so bad, and I've let the Lord down. Just remember that the whole idea of fasting is to draw close to the Lord, and um, and as the Lord leads you. But don't don't put it to where you're so focused on the fast that you forget about the Lord. You're so focused on performance that you forget to praise Him and draw close to him. So fasting is is something that for me personally, um, that there may be a time that I want to fast. And um, let's say, Jessica, I don't know if this helps. Uh, I remember there's been a few times where, um, you know, I was going to fast for lunch, and then um, one of the uh, ladies in the church comes and brings me some chips and salsa, you know. Uh, that's mm-hmm. one of the things that, um, the the ladies, you know, some of the ladies, because I let it out and kind of joke about it, um, you know, that my weakness is chips and salsa. I love chips and salsa. So one of the ladies brings me chips and salsa, you know, to 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 eat. I'm probably going to eat it, not to offend them, and then just kind of go from there. Or somebody may bring me a little bit of a, some, you know, a lunch or something. Um, so I, you know, I'll fast. It is a time to get away and do that, but don't put so much pressure on you like, um, you know, that you forget about really what the fast is about, and that is to draw close to the Lord. And you don't have to be anxious about it. Um, the Lord loves you. He He's going to love you whether you fast or or not, and He desires to draw close to you as you choose that time. So uh, just rejoice in it and enjoy Him. And that's one of the things, Jessica, that I tell Christians. Enjoy the Lord. Enjoy yeah. Him. Draw close to Him. But don't put too much pressure on yourself. All right? And fasting mm-hmm. is an important thing. It, it is important. And praying is important. And reading our Bibles are important. Um, but, you know, it's all for our benefit to draw close to Him and enjoy Him. Does that help? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You know, um, you don't have to be... You don't have to be anxious. Okay. So one more thing. So if you sure. talked about focusing on performance, so does that mean like if you fall into sin or something that I shouldn't be like, I need to fast for like five days in order to 
like like because I really do that like and I, I think yeah. I need to do that and and I feel bad yeah. if I don't do it you know Jessica um, what we're gonna do is um, we're gonna we're gonna hear the music and we're gonna go to break here in just about 30 seconds so I want you to hang on because you are asking a very very important question that a lot of people can struggle with and that is basing their walk on performance and then and if I sin then I've got to do penance and I got to fast I got to do all this so um, we're going to go to break we'll be right back will you stay with me Jessica and I want to answer that okay we'll be right back Welcome back to Calvary Live. Call us with your questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus right now at 303-690-3000. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. I am Jeff Figgs, your host for today's program. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado. I want to go back to Jessica. Jessica, are you still with us? Yes. Yeah. Thanks for holding. Jessica, you, you asked something that I know that there are listeners right now that can really kind of struggle with that, that um, if I sin or I feel like I failed the Lord or I, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, that I got to perform somehow to make up for it, whether that's in fasting or whether that's in, you know, I got to read my Bible. You know, we start making oaths and promises in kind of like we need to pay penance, you know, to, to for that sin. Listen, when we sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And you know what the good news is, Jessica? Is as soon as you ask forgiveness, that forgiveness is there. We don't have to pray for an hour, you know, uh, begging the Lord, please forgive me. He took your sins upon himself on that cross, and you are forgiven. And he is faithful just to forgive us our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And it reminds me so much of Martin Luther. I I remember that I kind of struggled with that. I came out of a background of performance and all of that um, that was emphasized. And uh, I I didn't understand God's grace. I I didn't understand God's mercy and, and really what he had done for me. And I remember reading Martin Luther, his his um, biography, how he was a monk and how he would whip himself when he felt like he wasn't good enough. He would, um, you know, fast for hours and days. He would pray for hours and days. He did all these things. I mean, he would even, you know, run through thorn bushes, you know, and he just went through all this agony till he read the book of Romans that said uh, that, you know, it's um, that um, that the just shall live by faith. It's not only the theme of the book of Romans, but it's the theme of the book of Galatians and also it's written in Hebrews. Here's the thing that he finally realized when he read God's word that the just shall live not by just fasting and prayer and doing all these performance things, but the just shall live by faith. 
And what I pray is that you would just have the faith that the Lord loves you. Yeah, and, and there's a purpose of of all those things in living for the Lord. But also, you have a relationship with a loving Father who desires for you to, to know his peace and his love and to be able to enjoy him every day. And when we sin, we can go to him and say, Father, forgive me, I have sinned. And then we move on. But we don't have to keep, you know, do all these performance things to try to earn that forgiveness. Um, Jesus did the work. Does that help you out um, in that? Jesus said it is finished on the cross. I've done the work. I paid the price. And now we're forgiven. And um, the Lord desires for you to enjoy him. Fast, yeah. But the whole purpose of fasting is not so we can have this performance and say, look, Lord, I'm fasting. Um, I'm praying five hours a day. I'm reading my Bible. Um, you know, am I good enough for you? Have I earned your approval? Um, you know, um, have, you know, do you love me more? We're missing it when we do those things for that purpose. He already loves you. And yeah. he desires to, to have you just grow in that relationship. You are his daughter. And even as Paul would write in, you know, the New Testament in Romans and in Galatians, that we have the spirit of adoption, that we can cry out, Abba, Father. And that word Abba means Papa. You know, my father, he loves me, I belong to him. And it is, listen, your motivation needs to be love for him and knowing that he loves you. And you'll do more in love than trying to do it out of legalism or trying to strive to gain approval. Love him and enjoy him. And fast when the Lord puts it on your heart because I want to spend time with you, Lord. I want to hear you and uh, know that you are forgiven and loved by the Lord always. All right? Thank you. Jessica, the just shall live by faith. Okay. Just by faith. And Father, I pray for Jessica. I pray that you would just help her to grow in your grace and in your love. And Lord, that you would just minister to her heart that there's nothing that she can do to earn your love, uh, to increase your love for her. Um, It's not based on performance, but based on faith and just enjoying you and walking with you. And I know that, uh, even as Paul said, that we can sum up the whole law by one word, love, loving God, walking with him, and that she would just sense that closeness and know of your love and, uh, and to walk with you because we have your approval, um, that we have your love. So, Lord, I pray you'd minister to her your peace in that as she just continues to seek you in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thanks, Jessica. Thank Lord you. loves you. You bet. Bye-bye. Enjoy the Lord, Lord, folks. Enjoy him. He loves you so much. Let's go to Lorenzo in Fort Collins. He's been hold, holding for a while. Lorenzo? Uh, yes. Are you? How are you? Thanks for holding. Not a problem. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Absolutely. What can we do for you? Um, so uh, I'm calling for uh, two reasons today, uh, just for a prayer request. Um, I'd okay. like to uh, ask for a prayer for my uncle, Tony Gonzalez. 
Um, he's in the hospital right now. Um, he's battling uh, cirrhosis of the liver. And I'd just like to ask for your prayers and um, the prayers okay. of all those listening right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I would also like to ask for a prayer request for myself as a, like the um, previous caller. Um, I'm also battling a lot of medical issues. Um, I've been battling them for the last year or more. Um, Recently, they've gotten a lot worse. And um, currently, I'm unable to eat solid foods without being in excruciating pain. So um, I'm kind of on an all-liquid diet right now. And um, I've been making it okay, um, thanks to the Lord and just putting my faith in Him and my trust in Him. And uh, right. I would just like to ask for a prayer for His for His healing power. Absolutely. And uh, for my uncle as well. You bet, Lorenzo. Let's do that. Father, I pray for Lorenzo's uncle, Tony, in the hospital. And, Lord, we just pray that um, that you bring healing to that liver of his. Lord, that you be with the doctors and nurses as they're treating him, that you would reverse... Um, the, the liver failing, and uh, Lord, that you would just touch his heart and minister to his heart, that you would draw um, Tony to yourself, Lord, and give him uh, that healing touch that only you can do, because, Lord, you can heal of anything. And so, Lord, I pray for that. I pray also for my brother, Lorenzo, that uh, as he's had medical issues and now he can't eat solids, he's pretty much on liquids that... Uh, that you would heal all that that is wrong. You know exactly what's wrong, and that uh, he would be able to eat and uh, not have the pain that he's had. And, Lord, I thank you that even as he's given the testimony that your grace has been sufficient, um, you strengthen him, that you would strengthen his body, and, Lord, bring healing to them. And, Lord, I just pray that you would touch him and um, his uncle, Tony, in a miraculous way, they would give glory to you as as you touch them and minister to them. And Lord, that you would bless them in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for your passion. You bet. We're going to continue to pray for you. All right? Thank you. You bet. You have a great day. All right. You too. Have a good evening. 303-690-3000, we've been on the phone, and now we have open lines, so I'd love to talk with you about the things of the Lord, and um, and uh, give me a call. We have open lines. Again, that number is 303-690-3000. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figs. There is a means for you to be able to text in a question, and uh, we're going to take a look at that, um, and that number is 720-336-0897. I just... Uh, I'm able to catch my breath and to be able to uh, get a minute before uh, we go back to text questions or to the phone lines. Uh, I just want to let you know, those of you in northern Colorado, that on Wednesday night that we are in the book of Isaiah. It's an absolutely incredible study that we're doing, so we'd love for you to be able to come out uh, on Wednesday nights as we worship, and and then uh, we'll be in Isaiah chapter 5. So we just started that study 
And Isaiah uh, is, as I mentioned, just a wonderful study. If you've never been through that book, I know that you'll be tremendously blessed as we'll go through it chapter by chapter and verse by verse. And we'll be in chapter 5. And it's interesting because in Isaiah chapter 5, Isaiah writes, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, and put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. And I think that really that we are seeing that being fulfilled in our day. So we're going to talk about the implications of it because these things are written for us that we can learn from. So 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights. And one of the things I want to encourage you that are listening to us, that Wednesday night is such a big part of our um, you know, um, services uh, during the week. And maybe if you have to work on the weekends or if you're going to be gone, Wednesday is an opportunity for you to be in fellowship uh, to come out, and we have children's ministry and youth groups that meet. So check us out on our website, com, and I'd love to meet with you and to bless you in any way that we can. So uh, our phone lines are lining up again. Let's go to Tammy Lou in Lakewood. Tammy Lou, are you with us? Tammy Hello. Lou? Hello. How are you? Tammy Lou? Yes, can you hear me? I sure can. How are you okay. today? I am totally devastated this day. I, I woke sorry. up to a phone call. My daughter called me, and she couldn't barely talk to explain, but my newborn granddaughter passed away, oh. and she was only born in, in August on the 27th. And I was just thinking yesterday, what happens to the children, you know, the, the little babies? And I know that I'm in the Word, and I listen all day long while I'm driving, you know, to, to the radio here, to the Grace, right. you know, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I, just, I, I just need some uh, reassurance and yes. prayer and I would like to get some kind of email or something on some scriptures because right now I just, I know I'm close to the Lord, but I just right. feel so lost. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Tammy Lou. I'm sorry for your loss and your daughter's loss. And it's devastating to lose a child um, in that way. And um, it, it, it's the deep grief. Um, is there for you, and we're going to pray for you. But one of the things that I, I want to bring some comfort to you in this very, very difficult time, um, that um, David, he went through a time where he lost his um, newborn. And it's in, um, we read in chapter... 12 of 2 Samuel, okay, that David um, had um, been, you know, with Bathsheba having a child, and the baby is, is, um, is you know, born but ends up dying. Um, and David pleaded with the Lord, it says, chapter 12 of 2 Samuel, for the child, and David fasted and went all day and lay all night on the ground. So the elders of the house arose and went to him to raise him up from the ground, but he would not, nor did he eat food with them. He was grieving. He he was pleading to the Lord, just as you're going to go through that grieving process. Um, and it came on the seventh day that 
the child died, and the servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead, but they ended up telling him. And David arose from the ground, washed and anointed himself, changed his clothes, and went into the house of the Lord in worship. And then he went to his own house, and when he requested, they set food before him, and he ate. And then the servants said to him, What is this that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive, but when the child died, you rose and ate. And this is where I want to give you comfort. And he said, While the child was alive, I fasted and wept, for I thought that who can tell whether the Lord will be gracious to me that the child might live? But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. In other words, what David was saying is that he's with the Lord. And that's the comfort, chapter 12 of Second Samuel, verse 23. Okay. That he's, he says, I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. That that, that baby is with Jesus. And that's okay. the hope that we have. And that's the hope that you have for your granddaughter. And yes. Jesus said, bring the children to me, for such belong to the kingdom of God. And, and your child is with him and yes. with the Lord, and you're going to continue to grieve here, but that's from the Word of God. Yes, thank that, you. Yeah, that David said, I'll go to him, and you will go to, to your granddaughter and see your granddaughter sometime. But in the meantime, you're going to be grieving, and your daughter and your family is going to be grieving. And what I pray is that you find comfort and hope um, in the Word of God, Um I would encourage you to read some of the Psalms, even as David cries out to the Lord. I'm going to read to you from Psalm 60, okay? Okay. And, uh, and David, uh, or Psalm 61. Okay. And in Psalm 61, David writes at a time when he is going through such a difficult time. And he says, Hear my cry, O God, and attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed. And lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me and a strong tower from my enemy, and I will abide in your tabernacle forever, and I will trust in the shelter of your wings. And so here is David at the end of his world, and he says, From the end of the earth I'll cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed. And I can sense your heart is overwhelmed right now. Yes. And he says that you are a shelter for me. You're my strong tower. And I will cry to you in Lord lead me to that place of safety and security. And he's going to minister to you his peace and his love over time, day by day, bit by bit. So, Tammy, Luke, let me ask you this. Do you have a church that you belong to? No, but I've been working across the street, and I know the Lord sent me there to the Calvary over there on Buckley and Hampton, and I've been wanting to go there. And I want to say something really super quick. Since the first day of the year, my mom passed away. Four days later, after she was in the ground, my stepdad passed away. He's a survivor of cancer. They were married 40 years. And then the next month, my father passed away because he just gave up. Because I know that he uh, he regretted ever cheating on my mother. So it was January, February, March. And my prayer was so strongly for my family, for the Lord to bring my family right. closer and I don't like to say, but I think that this is bringing my family closer, and yeah. the walls are coming down, and he has his right. ways. I know he does, and so yeah. I just it will let it hurts. go there, because I know you have a lot of things to say yeah. still, and I want to hear them. Yeah. Tammy, here's the thing that I felt like the Lord wanted me to ask you that, because 
I believe you're talking about uh, Calvary Aurora there. Yes. And I want you to go there and talk with them, and they are going to minister to you in a very real and powerful way. And okay. they have ministries such as Grief Share um, that is available, but they also have a heart, I know, to minister to those who have gone through loss. And I know that because Pastor Ed um, has gone through loss of a son himself. Yes. And he has ministered to so many during their time of grief, and he has such a heart for that. And I know that they're going to be a blessing to you. So there are people there that are going to love you and care for you and pray for you and minister to you. They got resources. Um, they got a bookstore that's going to have uh, resources for you to be able to, to you know, get some of those uh, books that talk about grief. Um, you got people there that are going to just be there to support you. So stay close to them. And okay. um, that is, um, I'm telling you, such a loving fellowship and a powerful ministry that they have. And Pastor Ed um, Taylor there, um, he is such a blessing to me. He's a blessing to the community. He has a heart to minister to those who are grieving. And um, and he's going to be a great resource in the church and the pastors there and the people there. So I would encourage you to go and just talk with them. And, you know, they they are going to reach out to you and love you during this time. All right? Okay. Yes. Thank you. I am I am so sorry, Tammy Lou. I'm sorry Thank for you. you and your daughter, but yes. we're going to continue to pray for you. And I'm, okay. and I'm glad you called. But stay, you know, go to Calvary Aurora. And, again, they have Grief Share. They have uh, those who are going to help you during this time. And we need help during that time. We need right. help and support and that love, and I guarantee that you're going to get it there because they are such a wonderful group of believers. Um, that church has blessed me tremendously more than they know, and um, and um, you're going to be blessed as well. All right? Okay, yes. Okay. Bless you, sister. We'll be praying Thank for you, you and your daughter. Can we do that right now? That's fine, yes, please. Father, I pray, Tammy Lou, I pray for a daughter they've lost, uh, a child, a granddaughter, a daughter. And Lord, you know this, everything that uh, surrounds that in the people and the family and the hurts that you, Jesus is declared in Isaiah, man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And Lord, this is a time of grief and in a hard, difficult road that they're going to walk down. And I pray that you would bring them the comfort that they need that they would have the assurance of your word that that granddaughter of theirs, only a few months old, is in heaven with you, forever safe in your arms. And, Lord, that you would bring them um, just, uh, Lord, the comfort that they need. Because, as we've mentioned, you're the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our trials and tribulations, Second Corinthians chapter 1. Even when we're pressed beyond measure, and Lord, I pray that you give them a peace that passes understanding. And it would be a time where the whole family is drawn to you, just as Tammy Lou is seeing that. And Lord, that you would be with her and her daughter and all those involved. And Lord, that they would receive the care and the blessing of the body of Christ that is needed at this time. That you would do 
deep work in their hearts and drawing them close to you. And Lord, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You bet, Tammy Lou. God bless you. We'll be praying Thank for you. you. Thank you, and you God bet. bless you, too, and your ministry. Uh-huh. Thank you. Keep praying for Tammy Lou. I don't think anything more difficult than to lose a child. And some of you have gone through that. And so just continue to pray for her. And I'm so grateful for uh, that she has a place at Calvary Aurora. What a great group of believers there at Calvary Aurora. I'm so thankful for them and the ministry of Calvary Chapel there. Let's go to Caesar in Denver. Caesar? You with us? Caesar? I don't know if Caesar is there. If he dropped off, he's gone. He had a question on Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11. And um, and if you get a chance to call back, um, but it's the prohibition against eating blood. And uh, so um, we're going to go ahead and... Um, and move on with that. So if you get a chance, Caesar, go ahead and give us a call back. But let's go to Cameron in Salt Lake City. Cameron? Hi, how are you, Cameron? Thank you for your... You bet. How are you? I am good. How are you? Doing well. Hey, so I'm calling for some advice. Uh, so my mother-in-law is a lesbian, and my wife and I are, you know, born again and Christians, and she wants to come visit us, and, and we feel uncomfortable having her and her girlfriend come and share a bed. What, what's a biblical line on respecting parents and, and at the same time not condoning a sin? Maybe a way that you would recommend uh, not pushing her away, because she does, when we speak about, about Christ and the Bible, she shuts down. She says she's a believer, but she doesn't have any fruits of the Spirit and gets very defensive, and we just want to show lots of love, bring her, right. bring her with. Yeah, yeah, and that's always a difficult kind of thing, Cameron, because you do want to continue to reach out. You want to continue to to minister to her and keep that, you know, uh, the opportunity to be able to do that, to, you know, have those doors open to, um, you know, just love her and um, extend, you know, truth to her as the door uh, is open in any way but you know it's a difficult situation when you come and you know you're responsible for what goes on underneath your house and underneath your home so you know there's I think the conviction that you have is we don't feel comfortable with this going on underneath our house um, you know and um, so maybe they can make other arrangements and say we'd love to see you we'd love to talk to you but we're going to ask that, you know, you respect where we're at and that, um, you know, the convictions that we have with the Lord and to maybe make other arrangements. So I think that's where the balance uh, can be and um, to be able to do that. And, um, and um, you know, it's, it's always kind of a tricky deal. But, uh, you know, to be able to keep those doors of communication open, if that helps at all. And and I, I feel like I've I read scripture about inviting sin into the house, but I haven't been able to find it lately. Does that does anything like that ring a bell for you, or any direction you can point me to in the Bible? 
Well, uh, I'm going to take you to Ephesians. I'm going to take you, and we only got a couple minutes left, um, so I'm going to try to uh, look at this real quickly. And Paul talks about, um, you know, uh, eating with sinners and fellowship and, and, and all of this. But in Ephesians chapter 5, uh, he, uh, he talks about uh, in his um, walking in the light, and he says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And he talks about those, the um, works of the flesh, fornication, uncleanness, covetousness, not even be named among you as fitting as saints. Um, and he goes on and he says, uh, therefore do not be partakers of them. So if you feel like that, that you are being a partaker of that in your home, then you know, um, and the Lord is telling you, we don't want this in our home, then try to make other arrangements. But that's Ephesians chapter 5, and, and walking in love, and walking in the light, and walking in wisdom. And those are good, good something for you to look at. Um, okay, and thank you. As you desire to, you know, protect your home, because um, even Paul talks about uh, in, to Timothy, in the last days is perilous times, and um, those who come into the household, um, you know, bringing that deception and stuff. So, um, if Second uh, Peter ch- or Second Timothy chapter three is what you want to read as well uh, about the last okay. days. Okay. So those are things that'll guide you, and and uh, you hear the music. Thanks for calling, and appreciate it. And we'll be praying for you, Cameron, in your situation. I want to thank everybody who's called in today. Had a great show. Have a great evening, and Lord willing, we'll see you next week at this same time. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Be sure to tell a friend about Grace FM.